0: Well, Merry Christmas. I want to take the next few moments and share just a few thoughts with you um, to maybe help you see the Christmas story slightly differently. Um, And if I had to give this message a title, it would kind of have two different titles. One would be simply Silent Night, um, and the other would be Peace on Earth with a question mark afterwards. So, Silent Night and then Peace on Earth with a question mark afterwards. I want to read Luke chapter number 2, starting in verse number 6, and read two verses for you before we jump into things. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now, I don't know if your family has a nativity scene somewhere in your house or in your yard, or if you've seen a nativity scene in your neighborhood or uh, in a public place of gathering. But um, I find it interesting that many times we sing a song, silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. And we have nativity scenes that look like petting zoos. That couldn't be further from the truth of the moment that took place when Jesus Christ entered this world There was nothing Calm about the night I want you to think for a moment about the circumstances surrounding the entrance of Jesus Christ into this world Mary was a teenage girl She was giving birth to the Son of God and there was controversy surrounding her pregnancy to start with. Her husband did not um, lay with her before she was pregnant, so she was conceived outside of marriage even when she was just engaged. And an angel appeared to her and told her that the Son of God was inside of her. And then an angel had to appear to Joseph, her future husband, to remind him that God had a plan, that he was to raise this child, that this was not a typical child, not an ordinary child, that he could trust his future wife, that this was the son of God. They were journeying to Bethlehem for a census. They were going to be counted, going back to his place of birth, and likely there would have been some taxes involved with that. No one likes that type of government procedure. We're talking about Mary who is extremely pregnant, taking a long journey riding on a donkey. If you've ever been around a pregnant woman in a car ride, they're not happy. I can't imagine going with a pregnant woman on a long journey riding on a donkey. They get to Bethlehem. And the time comes for this baby to be born. I mean, Mary is at the moment where she's about to give birth. And I can just imagine her looking at Joseph and it's like, this is about to happen. Now, I'll be honest. I've always wanted one of those moments. All of our three children were born like in ideal circumstances. Like they were either scheduled or controlled. And there was epidurals and there was joking and laughter. But this is a couple that's on a journey and the time comes for them to give birth and there's not even a place for them to stay. There's no room for them, not even at an inn. No one would take them in. They didn't have relatives to stay with. So we're talking about a pregnant woman coming at the end of a long journey on a donkey, going to pay taxes and be counted in a census, giving birth, and there's nowhere for her to give birth. She couldn't find the local hospital. She couldn't go to the local health clinic. She ended up in a stable amongst animals. Not the pretty, like, kind that you want to pet in our nativity scenes, but the smelly, dirty animals. That's the condition by which the Savior of the world entered. He left his throne on high to join humanity at its lowest point. But we sing all is calm, all is bright, and we think about Christmas as just this this picture painted of just peace and calmness and perfection when in actuality there was nothing peaceful about that night. Peace on earth question mark because I'm going to talk to us for the next few moments about this topic of peace and the peace that Jesus Christ brought and offered to us when he came into this world in such dire circumstances. But it may not be the type of peace that you've grown accustomed to understanding in this moment. Let me read a passage of scripture for you. I did a search for the phrase peace on earth in a Bible software That I have that shows me different references and phrases. Uh, We all know that peace on earth is part of the Christmas story. And so let me show you the one verse that came up when I did this search. It's Luke chapter 2, verse 51. Jesus says, Do you think I came to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but the vision. And that was it. I was like, Where's the Christmas story? Put that on your Christmas card next year, right? The family in its true form, like fighting, you know? I didn't come to bring peace on earth, but division. Take that. Happy Merry Christmas, whatever you want to say. And I was like, I know it's there. You ever, you, you ever heard a verse? You're like, I know it's there. Where, I can't find it. I can't find it. And here's, here's the verse that you're thinking about, that I was thinking about, that I now think differently about. Luke two fourteen when the angels appeared to the shepherds out in the field, they said, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. I didn't come to bring peace on earth, but on earth you'll find peace with men on whom his favor rests. The placement of the word peace is what I want to focus on for the next few moments. Can we just be honest and realize together that there is not peace on this earth? That the birth of Jesus Christ, the birth of a Savior, did not usher in an era of earthly peace that would cease wars and make everyone mend relationships and cause there never to be evil or strife on the earth. He didn't come to change the earth the way We expect him to change our world at times. All around this world, even as we meet here tonight, there are men, there are women fighting at war. Many for our country. There are terrorists in this world that we live on who have nothing more to live for than to terrorize, than to kill Innocent lives In the name of Who knows what Even our country Has recently Been affected by Terrorism With the attack In San Bernardino And though We may not want to call it Terrorist attacks Investigations have Shown us that this was A terror attack On our own Home soil That there are Men in women with a, a group called ISIS or ISIL who are terrorizing Christians and people who call Jesus Christ their Lord around this world. And we have the freedom to meet together in a peaceful setting tonight, but around the world it's not always so peaceful. In the history of the world, many historians estimate that there's only been around 300 years of total peace. That outside of around 316 years, there's always been a conflict, there's always been a war, there's always been people fighting, there's always been people at odds, there's always been people trying to win against someone over some certain issues. Yet there are many historians who would argue even further that a lot of smaller conflicts would cancel out those 316 years. That there is not peace on this earth that this earth is not calm. This earth is not perfect. This earth is not a place to live in that we can rest assured we are always safe and everything will go smoothly. All is not calm. All is not bright. And Jesus didn't claim to bring peace on earth, but he did say that on earth you will receive peace. To men on whom his favor rests. There is a peace available to us through Jesus Christ, the gift that God sent his son, that will allow us while we're on this earth to have peace in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the turmoil. And beyond the wars that are going on around the world. Don't we have our own unpeaceful situations that we face in our own homes? I mean, I would imagine that some of you argued in the car before you got out in the parking lot to come in here over some issue, somewhere you're going, some gift that you've got to get. Who's going to get it? Who's going to do it? Who's going to cook? Who's going to clean up? Something has to happen, and you are at odds tonight, and you open the car door, and you put on your happy face, and you walked in, and you said, Merry Christmas. Great to see you tonight. Sorry we're six minutes late, but we had to stop at the stop sign up here and have a little discussion. You're going to go to a job wishing you had some days off, but you couldn't get some days off. And you're going to have to work a job, and there's going to be some situations. Someone's not going to show up, and you're going to have to do things that you didn't expect to do. And you're going to become angry and frustrated. And you're going to go to someone's house to celebrate this thing called Christmas that you don't particularly care to go to. And you're going to give gifts and receive gifts with some people that you don't particularly care to give and receive gifts with. And then come January, you're going to get a bill. And the bill is going to say that you spent money that you didn't have. And now someone wants that money. And you're going to have to figure out what are we going to do to pay this back? And you're going to have to come up with a strategy. And you're not going to feel very peaceful In those moments. And all through life, we're gonna navigate turmoil. We're gonna navigate circumstances that aren't favorable. We're gonna live life that's not calm and it's not bright, and there's chaos knocking on our door everywhere we turn, and we're gonna have to deal with unpeaceful situations. And Jesus didn't say, I came to the earth to bring peace on earth. I didn't come to make everything better. I didn't come to change your world and make it perfect for you. That's a place called heaven. That's a reward for people who follow Jesus. A place where there'll be no more pain. There'll be no more tears. There'll be no more sorrow. That's a place that's set aside that Jesus has gone to prepare for you and me if you claim to follow Jesus. But here on this earth, there is no peace on earth. But on earth you can have peace. And the peace that I'm talking about isn't a peace that says two brothers that always fight will sit in a back seat on a three hour journey and not talk. That's not the peace I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the peace where we threaten someone not to say a certain thing and we make it through the moment without a disruption and and no one gets offended. That's not the peace I'm talking about. I'm talking about a peace that will allow you to endure this world with joy, with a perseverance that will last, that will enable you to live with a confidence that you're not alone. See, Jesus, when he came to this earth, was called Emmanuel, which means God with us. And while we live on this earth, there is a peace that we can live with. And I want to read some verses about that peace to you. But let me take it just one step further before I do. John chapter 16, verse 33. It's a promise from Jesus to you and to me. When Jesus says, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace, in this world you will. Have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus promises that in this world you'll have trouble. He doesn't promise that in this world you'll have peace, that everything will go smoothly, that everything will be perfect, but He says, I have come that you may have peace in the midst of the trouble. So when the chaos is raging all around you, you can be at peace even though peace isn't what you see. Let me tell you a little bit about this peace. Luke chapter number two, excuse me, John chapter 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Jesus freely gives us When God sent his son Jesus to this world, he wasn't just giving us someone to look to as a leader, as an example. He was giving us a peace that we could know. Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ since we've been justified through. Through faith, We place our faith in Christ, and there is a peace that will be known to us as we face the troubles of this life. Isaiah 26, 3 says, You will keep in perfect peace him whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you. Not just like a sort of peace, but a perfect peace. Uh, my spirit, my soul is... Settled. I'm at rest. Nothing can shake me. No matter what I'm staring down the barrel of, I know that I have a peace that will endure any situation. That's what Jesus offers. Psalm 119, 165. Great peace have they who love your law, and nothing can make them stumble. That God's word offers us principles to know the peace that God offers intimately. That nothing in this world can cause us to stumble as long as we know that peace. And then finally, Philippians chapter number 4, verses 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The peace of God will guard your hearts and guard your minds in Christ Jesus. Tonight, I want to ask us a simple question Are you at peace? Is your life at peace? Do you know peace? Have you embraced a life that's full of peace? Or do you feel as though you're living life in such a way that the chaos and the troubles of this world are just wearing you down? And you're weary and you're tired and you're broken because all you see is the trouble in front of you. I've been through moments in my life where all I could see were the trees and I couldn't see the forest. And small circumstances or events have consumed my mind and not allowed me to see the goodness and the peace that Jesus offers to me. But one thing that I can always trust and know is that as long as I keep my eyes fixed on Jesus Christ, then nothing... That surrounds me can cause me to stumble because in Him I find peace. I've heard stories of men and women who, on their deathbed, facing a a horrific battle with cancer or some other disease, have made a statement where they said, "My life is is at peace. I'm I'm at peace." This can't cause me to worry anymore. It can't cause me to fear anymore. It can't stop me from living because I'm just at peace. And I'm afraid when I look around our world today that many people don't know a peace that Jesus has to offer. And I see people who long for peace and they search for it in the things that can't provide peace. Do you know that some people think that if they have enough money, then they'll never have worries in this life? That if they have enough material possessions that will help ensure their future is financially sound, then they'll never have worries in this life. But we all know that there are movie stars, that there are athletes, that there are multi-millionaires and even billionaires who have taken their own lives because they didn't know peace. We know that there are people who think that success in the worldly terms gives them peace. And they live their lives to find success. They live their lives with an ambition to be successful among their colleagues, among their peers. And they think if they can just climb the ladder high enough, if they can just get a certain position, if they can just hold a certain Title, Then they'll have peace But again It doesn't matter how high you climb On any corporate ladder It doesn't matter what your title is in this world You aren't guaranteed peace By a position That there's no amount of money There's no amount of fame There's no amount of prestige There's no title That would ever offer you A peace That would come in the form Of a baby boy that was born in a stable and wrapped in cloths and laid in a manger because there was not even room for them in the town of Bethlehem silent night holy night all is calm all is bright whatever around yon virgin means wasn't the case When Jesus came to this earth And in the midst of the chaos In the midst of the confusion On the worst day you could imagine A savior entered the world I've often wondered why God sent his son From the throne in heaven Into this earth in such a fashion And I'm just convinced now more than ever it's because He wants us to understand that there is no situation that we'll ever face in this life that would cause us not to know peace that's found in Him. And here's what I want to do for the next few moments. I'm going to actually invite our worship team to come back to the stage and we're going to sing a song together. And and I want to ask you over the next 10 minutes to take... Your attention, to take your focus, to take your thoughts and simply center them around the simple question Do I know peace in my life? When I live this life, do I know peace? Is my spirit, is my soul at rest? Am I settled? Or do I find myself facing difficult situations and constantly, frantically, fearfully? full of worry, try to figure out how I'm going to make it from day to day? Do I think to myself, will relief ever find its way into my life? Or do I know that no matter what I face, that I have a peace that will pass all understanding when it doesn't even make sense for me to have peace in a moment? Do I have peace in that moment? And I want you to know something with confidence that you can have that peace. That peace is available to you. It's a peace I've come to know and love. And it's a peace that you can know and love. And they're going to sing a song and in just a second, it's a song called Prince of Peace. And I'm, I'm going to ask that you just remain seated. You don't need to stand. You don't need to sing along. It's a new song. It's got a lot of words in it, so you're not going to be able to memorize it and sing along. But I just want you to look, look at the words on the screen. And for the next few moments, just let these words speak to your heart. And ask yourself a simple question. Do I know the peace that Jesus came to bring when he entered this world? And after they finish this song, I'm going to come back and just going to give you an opportunity to know that peace if you don't know that peace. So let me pray for us and then we're going to sing this song. Lord Jesus, thank you for the peace that you offer, that you make available in the midst of a chaotic situation into this world, you brought peace. And you didn't make all of our troubles go away. In fact, you promised that we would have trouble. But you gave us a peace that we could live with as we face those troubles. And I pray today that you would make that peace known to all of us. In Christ's name, amen. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Our Savior rules with a peace that we can know, that he hears our prayers, and we can be at rest. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but will have eternal life. That baby that was born in the stable when there wasn't room for his mother and his father in a town called Bethlehem grew up under a father who was a carpenter and he learned to work with his hands. And at the age of 30, he began an earthly ministry. And he began to teach and he began to perform miracles and he traveled the world at that day and he opened blind eyes and he raised dead men to life and he made the lame walk and he cast demons out of people. He fed 5000 people on two separate occasions with just a few fish and loaves of bread. He rode on stormy seas in in a, a boat with disciples when they were at fear and He spoke to waters to be still and seas grew calm. This was no ordinary child. This was the Son of God, the Savior of the world, the Christ, the Messiah who came and lived among us but offered something that we could never know outside of him ultimately he was falsely accused he was arrested tried and found guilty and sentenced to a Roman death by way of crucifixion and his hands and his feet were nailed to a wooden cross on a hill called Calvary in between two thieves who deserved to die this child grew up and for you and for me gave his life, paid the ultimate price. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And when your life and when my life deserves death because of the chaos and the trouble and ultimately the sin in our hearts, Jesus Christ gave his life To pay the penalty for you and for me. That we would trade our filthy rags for robes of righteousness. That he would take the sin of the world upon himself. That we, that you, that myself could receive life in him and become the righteousness of God. Do you know peace tonight? Have you come to meet the Savior of the world? Or is your life filled with self-ambition and a fix-it mindset that tries to navigate life in your own strength and your own power, trying to become something on your own that you could never become outside of Jesus Christ? Tonight, I simply want to ask you, have you met Jesus? who came to this world to usher in a love that you've never known and a peace that can't be understood, that's available to you and available to me. On November 1st, 1987, 12 days before my eighth birthday, I was in a church service. It didn't look anything like this, but... It was similar to this and that there was a pastor on stage asking a simple question. And as an almost eight-year-old, I felt my heart began to beat, my hands grew sweaty, and I knew that Jesus Christ was intersecting my life. And that's the day that I surrendered my life to Him. And that night, the pastor asked me to get out of my seat and walk down to the front so that he could pray with me. And that night... I prayed a prayer that Jesus heard, and I met Jesus, and I found peace. And the last 28 years of my life have not been perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but I've known a peace through it all because I've met Jesus, and I've surrendered my life to Him. And I simply want to ask you tonight, have you met Jesus this Christmas season? as we're celebrating and giving gifts and receiving gifts and going to homes and parties and traditions that we've always embraced, have you met the reason for that season? Jesus Christ, who came to offer you a peace in the midst of the chaos of this life. Let me remind you, as you navigate the potential chaos of the next few days and weeks, that there's a peace It passes all understanding that you can know there's no trouble that you'll face in this world that Jesus hasn't overcome. And if you know Him, you know peace. So I want to pray a prayer of peace over you. Will you bow your head with me? Lord Jesus, thank you for the peace that you offer. Thank you, Father God, that you sent your Son Jesus to this earth and you brought up peace that we could know and understand and the situations of this life as we navigate, I just pray that that peace would be tangible in this season, no matter what people are facing, no matter what struggles or worries or fears are ahead of us. Would you, Father, allow your peace that passes all understanding to be made known and felt by us in this moment. In Jesus' name, I pray. And everyone said, Amen.